What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number five of Cruiser Radio. I'll be your host tonight, Hunter Harris. I'm joined by my guest, the founding father, Mr. Chad Rice. We got the dragon man, Mr. Ed Stewart. And we got from BPI Outdoors, Mr. Rick Taylor. Rick's been out west elk hunting thus far. Done a little elk hunting in Tennessee as well, so we're going to be getting into that. So clear your mind and cast your ears towards the speakers, and let's get into it. What's up, everybody? What's up, hey guys? How's everybody doing? Rick, welcome, man. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah, man. So, uh, episode number five of Wesley's absent on us. Yeah. Yep. Dagum. Am I? Yeah, he's up up northeast, gallivanting around with his old lady. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Hey, Rick, how's it going, buddy? Man, it's been good so far. How about y'all? Pretty good. Thanks good. for joining us, man. Uh, we've had a good season so far. Haven't killed any deer yet, but no. I got set foot during the uh, the velvet hunt we had in August. I was out there a couple of evenings with my daughter, but yeah, uh, one one evening in the tree so far during regular seasons, all I've had. Really? Yeah. Well, it's because you've been doing something else, right? Man, I tell you, it's uh, it's been fun. Yeah. Well, why don't you introduce yourself to the listeners and uh, let everybody know what you do, and then you know we'll talk about that. Sure. Yeah. So uh, Rick Taylor. Um, I live here in Cookville. I am a uh, social media strategist for BPI Outdoors, and basically that's a big name that just says I do all their social media. So yeah. uh, BPI is Bergara Rifles, CVA Muzzleloaders, and Rifles now, mm-hmm. as well as uh, Power Belt Bullets and Quake Industries. Quake is the uh, the molded silicone slings for, for most of the guns you see okay. out there. Yeah. Nice. So awesome. All those, uh, those four brands are under the BPI Outdoors. Cool. Yeah. Where are they located at? They're out of uh, Lawrenceville, Georgia, which is kind of northeast of uh, Atlanta area. I got you. Yep. Cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, I'm familiar with CVA and Bergara, but, you know, and Power Belt, obviously. Right, right. Everybody <laughs> shot Power Belts. Right. Everybody shoots Power Belts. <laughs> no, number one. So number one. Yes, that's right. World, that's right. Yep. But uh, let's talk about, uh, you know, your season so far. You've you've been out west elk have, hunting. Yeah. Had yeah. some pretty good pretty good success out yeah, there we uh we had six guys we we went out there and uh so i've, I've been uh with an outfitter out there this is my mm-hmm. third year that we've gone out there and this outfitter has uh basically has three ranches and we've we've hunted all three of them now over these these three years nice. uh first year we went out there man i tell you we we got into them like mm-hmm. it, it was one of those mornings that if i didn't hear 250 bugles oh, i didn't hear man one. unbelievable i've got audio on my phone yeah. it's absolutely insane but that's uh, amazing if if we'd known on the second day what we knew the first, we'd have punched tags that week, and yeah. uh, it just progressively the it got warmer and mm-hmm. you know shut things, down. things happened. It shut down, you know, yep. but uh, that that brought us back the second year. And so last year was our second year, and and uh, they actually put us on a, a different ranch uh, last year, which was actually a little easier to uh, to learn. But uh, part of the reason they put us on the, on the second ranch is that myself and one of my hunting partners had a what they call a PLO tag. So PLO is private land only. Yeah. Rifle cow tag. Okay. So we we pulled those, and uh, so he and I went out there with a, a pretty pretty hefty hopes of, of shooting <laughs> shooting a cow elk. Right. Yeah, I, mean, right, I got yeah. a rifle with and, a rifle. Yeah, yeah. It's bow season. I can yeah. shoot a cow. So um, first morning in that ranch, it was it was crazy. Uh, again, tons and tons of bugling and and uh there was one elk that bugled 
literally every day we were in there hunting. Mm. And I'm talking Saturday morning, Saturday evening, Sunday morning, Sunday evening. Yeah. But this this ranch butted up to some some pretty state public land. Yeah. Gotcha. And uh, so the after the third morning hunt. I went and bought my archery tag too because it's over the counter, right? Yeah. I was like, I, why not? That, Enough that, this crap. That, that fence is holding holding me back right yeah. there. So uh, I took one of the other guys. We went in there and, and we we had him coming. I was raking a tree and and just challenge bugling and and had mm-hmm. Vinny set up on the edge of the tree line. Just knew it was about to happen. He was bugling, coming. You could hear him raking through the woods and yeah. All of a sudden, the bottom falls out. Oh, no. Starts sleeting. Mm. Oh so man! Vinny and I dive under a pine tree and just just huddle up. I mean, it was done. Killed just, the whole thing. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm a yeah. I'm a diehard turkey guy. My Instagram is TN Turkey Hunter. You know, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And and calling elk and interacting with elk like you do a turkey, oh, except yeah, it's a seven eight hundred pound <laughs> animal. <laughs> like, <steroids>. Spitting. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I, you know, those those encounters keep you driving back. Oh but, yeah, man, uh, for sure. I ended up killing that bull on the fifth evening. I went over there with my rifle, trying to uh, punch that cow tag again, and, and the other guys were on another ranch hunting, and, and uh, mm-hmm. went in there, and about an hour before daylight, this dude fires off. Like, yeah. So I get this up, guy again. Get up from where I was at, and yeah. went up to the the top of the tree line to the fence row there, where I could see him bugle. You know, you're mm-hmm. watching through the trees, and he bugles there, and he's moving down, he's moved. Down. I'm like, this fence is running east to west, and he's going south to north. I'm thinking. This bull is about to cross the fence. Yeah. And where I was at, I could actually see the top of the truck parked on the ranch. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Man, I, I hauled tail down to the truck. Yeah. Threw my rifle in there, grabbed my bow. He bugled right before he stepped out of the timber at 65 yards, and I shot him. And Dude. it's just a gorgeous, wow. gorgeous six by six, you know. So, That's crazy. But that was last year. You know, we're, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. yeah. yeah let's yeah. talk about so, this year. So. so fast forward a year, right? So we go mm-hmm. back to this outfitter, and and uh, two of the guys had PLO tags again, mm-hmm. cow tags, and, and – uh, well, now, are these guys part of your team? Or they, are they are, okay. yeah. So okay. we, we took six, so this six is a guys. Team, like yeah, a we took six guy. guys okay, out there yeah. this, this year. Awesome. Uh, one of the, the Two of the guys, plus myself and my partner that put it together, yeah. uh, had been out there before. Perfect. So we had two new guys. Nice. And uh, so we went out there with, with High Hopes again, and, and uh, my buddy and his brother had the, the rifle cow tags. We get there about Friday lunchtime or so, find out that the ranch that they're open for PLO, the PLO, PLO tag, the rifle tag. Yeah. Said, look, you guys are free to jump in there. There's nobody hunting that ranch tonight. Oh man. So we get a <laughs> bonus day, right? <laughs> oh, heck nice. yeah. So Terry yeah. cuts off. He's going to the one end of the ranch, and uh, his brother Tommy and I. He's like, you know, I, Tommy had never elk hunted a day in his life, mm-hmm. right? Oh man. So we hike in, and I knew where I wanted to be. There's a knob, and that knob overlooked that fence row into the back into that public land and these elk moved down in the evenings sure and they're they're coming off the high stuff coming down to the ranch mm-hmm. and so I, I couldn't get there because the wind was blowing across the fence so we had to back off and just just watch from yeah, more of a distance and uh we weren't sitting there 30 minutes and tommy looks up he goes is that an elk <laughs> are you kidding me right now sounds like a honey hole <laughs> so, so i pulled the binoculars up yeah like, one Two, I was like yeah. two cows, them. two calves, and then a five by five, nice bull. And then oh, you man. fell asleep because yeah. it's like counting you know, sheep, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, and of course your heart's pounding yeah. for this guy. I'm like, oh man, he's he's about to, you know, this dude don't even know his first elk. Right? But these yeah. elk are on the other side of the fence. Mm, dang it! So we backed out. He's like, what do we do? I said, we're gonna wait for them to cross this field so we can play the wind because yeah. if we'd have been there, they'd blown right into their face, you know. Right. Yep. So they went over into the shade of the the tree line ac- across the field from where they came out. We moved up 
about 80 yards from the fence. Mm-hmm. A cow called a few times and did a, just a little, like a location bugle just to mm-hmm. let, hey, there's there's elk over here. Come see us, you know. Sure, yeah. Next thing you know, we look up, and they come right in, man. And that cow's standing there. She's kind of cocking her yeah, head yeah, like yeah. this. Yeah. And I'd already turned the gun because I, I saw her coming. I turned your gun, you know, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock. I was like, put about 1230. He's, <laughs> she's coming right there. Yeah. And uh, when she got into where he could, he could shoot her, I told him I said, put it right where the the dark fur and the light fur meet because she's she's got your peg. You got to shoot frontal, her right? frontal. Yeah. That seven mag hit her so hard she kind of went back like this, and I didn't see it. But when we got up there to her, she was facing the other direction. So it literally sat her down and spun her face yeah. the other way. So Crazy. man, she was dead in her first tracks. night. <laughs> Thirty minutes out of the truck. <laughs> That's wow. wild. So that's yeah. awesome. Cow, cow down first night. Yeah, man. Bonus night, right? On a yeah. bonus night. Yeah, that's for right. Real. So Saturday so was our he, first official day to hunt. So and then he used his tag. So basically, his tags filled. His tags punched. He's done. Yeah, he's done, done. for the week. Yep. <laughs> Turns out he gets COVID. Oh no! Right? Oh my gosh! So he's pretty much in camp for the next three or four days, anyways. Yeah. So it uh, nursing that worked, yeah. worked out for him, but there you but go. Uh, so we had we had five other tags to punch. Mm-hmm. And, so Saturday morning, myself and Vinny, Vinny's the guy that I, I hung out in camp with mostly last year. We kind of paired up because we had, sure. you know, six, seven guys again. And, yep. and uh, so we paired up, and Vinny and I went to a part of the ranch that I'd never been, but, I, man, I was a mad man on, on X looking <laughs> yeah. at this because these guys hunted this ranch last year pretty much on the south side and stayed on the south side because they got into elk every time they were in there pretty much. Yeah. And uh, so I didn't know that much about the ranch except for a couple of days that I spent trying to call for these guys. Mm-hmm. First evening in that I was over there, I called two bulls into 50 yards for Vinny. <laughs> but he was just shy enough not to put tension on the string. He's like, man, I just changed my sights. I'm comfortable to 40. 50 was pushing it. Yeah. Mm. So this year he was ready for, for 70, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he was, he was. And uh, so this year he and I, we, we went to this place that I, I wanted to wanted to get up there. And it was mm-hmm. – it was three and a half miles, and it was all vertical, Ooh. all vertical yeah, to get there. Oh, my goodness. And uh, we get up there that morning, and Vinny's like, I think I'm going to stay right here on this ridge, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right, I'm done man. walking. <laughs> it's cool, man. That's cool. I'm, I'm going to go on to the top. I want to see what this place looks mm-hmm. like, you know? Yeah. I get to the top, and I get up there high enough that – and I heard a bugle, and he was over the backside of this ridge, mm. down this draw. It's like, okay, so – let me look at Onyx, how to get over there and play the wind, yada, yada. So I get over there and I get the, on this point, and literally it's like a 60-degree slope, but mm. I'm looking down into this this draw or this valley, mm-hmm. and there's a big water hole right there. I'm like, oh, my gosh, and he bugles again. There he's, it is. he's 150 yards just west of the water hole there. I'm like, man, he's he's down there, you know. So I, I bugled. We, we back and forth Dance a little bit. Dance a little bit, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, he's – 60 yards down a slope and you know as sure. a crow flies he wasn't 500 yards that's nothing for an elk i mean there. was this kind of like thick country or was it yeah i couldn't open? see him okay. couldn't see him yeah he was he was in some thick uh there's some pines and and gotcha. uh, alders you know just, yep. just yep. or aspens i should say yeah all just just in there and and uh you could tell you know like i said earlier elk move down in the evenings move mm-hmm. up in the mornings mm-hmm. and uh, he was coming out of that bottom moving up and so the ridge that i was on paralleled the ridge that he was going to go on mm-hmm. but i'm just getting ready to get up and i see elk run out into the bottom well, it was just two spikes but they come out there like kids man just running around the water <laughs> playing and yeah yeah. yeah yeah yeah. he bugles again and they take off toward him i'm like okay so they're they're all gonna move up yeah so i paralleled this elk this bull all the way across the top of that ridge and you know, like i said you know as a crow flies it could have been 500 yards but sure 
so much in between us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> including Felt a, like forever. Yeah, 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 and including a fence. You know, I'm on the yeah. back side of the ranch, next ranch over. That's where this bull was moving up on the gotcha. on the north tim- or on the the north facing timber slope there. And, mm-hmm. and uh, by the time I got to the top with him, there's a little piece of BLM ground up there. In BLM in Colorado, this this little chunk was completely surrounded by private land, which meant anybody that had access to the private land can hunt, can hunt yeah, the yeah, BLM, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. So I jumped on that BLM, and by the time I got on that BLM, there was four bulls up there just back and forth screaming. Man. And this yeah. one bull, and you guys that have turkey hunted know yeah. that when you hear a turkey and you get this turkey under your skin, you know it's the same gobble, right? Elk are the same way. Oh, yeah. And this bull didn't full bugle. He just had kind of a roar mm-hmm. and never went to that high end. He just stayed in that low register and just, just yeah. that scream and roar. Make, make, it, make your hair dude, stand I'm, up. I'm, yeah, I'm feeling exactly, it right now yeah. just thinking about it because it's so cool. But <coughs> So I called Vinny. I was like, dude, there's there's four bulls up here. He's like, Get I, up here. I, I, th- I thought I heard a bugle up that way. I'm yeah. like, I dropped the pen. He's like, dude, that's exactly where I said, I'm standing here. You got to get up here yeah. and see if we can play this. I'll back off, call for you, you know. Yep. And uh, we, we played it for probably another 30, 40 minutes, and it's getting up after 9 o'clock. And usually by 9, 9.30. They kind of shut down. Yeah, right? they kind of shut down, you know, because they're ready to lay down. If they're going to lay down, they're they're across the fence. There's nothing I can do with them, you know. Yeah, exactly. Lay there and bugle at each other all day. That's the best well, I could or do. Or just wait them out, That's you it. know. That's yeah. it. But, uh, you know, we could we could uh, come back in there in the afternoon and, and be fine. So mm-hmm. we were – Turned around and just started to come off the mountain. I was like, Benny, did you hear that? He's like, no, I didn't hear. I was like, dude, yeah. that was that was a bugle. And I said, he sounded close. You know, that's like turkey hunting. Yeah. Like you yeah. hear a turkey yeah. gobble <laughs> way off, and it's like everybody points in a different direction. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so we turned around literally, and Vinny could see a hole through the BLM ground because we had mm-hmm. come back onto the ranch. You could see through the BLM and then see the corner of this ranch. There was an open field. Yeah. This beautiful five-by-five five comes out right there. Yep. And he just kind of walks out, and he's looking, looking, you know. I was like, dude, let's go. Is yeah. he by himself? He was all by himself. I was nice, like, yeah. oh, this is a perfect, perfect situation, yeah. mid-morning, bull by himself. We're Come to Papa. Right? right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so the problem was we get up there, and we got to a place where I felt comfortable for him to shoot from, me to call from, see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, the bull disappeared. And I'm talking it was a wide-open spot where when we got to where we were, we should have either been able to see that bull or he should have walked up into view. So they're just yeah, like any freaking second. turkeys. Yeah. On steroids. <laughs> yeah, on steroids, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so this, the BLM kind of, from my vantage point, Vinny was to my right, and he kind of dropped off, and I was like, that, that bull had to have come down into toward that drainage. If he jumped the fence, he's going to be just over. I said, sneak over there and see if you can. See him getting arrow in him, right? Yeah. So Vinny's standing there, and he's looking over. And I look up, and this bull is exactly <laughs> right there, where we'd standing. seen him from yeah. the first time. Yeah. And he had stepped into the Aspens and came back out. Yeah. So oh, man. he was still on the other side of the fence, but he never knew we were in the world. You know, we didn't, Oh, he never seen you? We never – it didn't booger him didn't or anything like him, that. Yeah. So I did just a soft uh, turkey yelp. That that out there when we communicate out there, if I do a turkey up, you you need to see me. I need to see so yeah, you know yeah, what's yeah, happening. Yeah. Something important's going down. He yeah. turned around and looked. I'm like, there still he is. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's still there. And, and about that time, he walked into the dark timber and out of mm, our life. You know, but it. that was oh. that was first morning. As in. most of them do, right? Right. 
So first yeah. morning, still was, um, tons of action sounds. Uh, absolutely. Like. So Vinny was like, "Oh man, that was so cool." For <laughs> and, real, uh, it was. It was. It was pretty intense. So we bailed out and uh, went back to the cabins. We had some cabins that we rent that are mm-hmm. literally 15 minutes from all the the three different ranches that nice, they yeah. got. So went uh, went back and made a plan for the afternoon. It was definitely to be be up there, you know. And yeah. So we went right to that point where the our ranch. That ranch and the BLM come together. It's a little triangular point right there. Sure. We got up in there and, and uh, kind of needed to wait for the sun to, to to get down over the tree line, let the shade hit the big field that we're in. And, yep. And uh, I told Vinny, I was like, so if you'll go up on this ridge with me, I said, I feel like we can call him down to this draw and up. Mm-hmm. I said, man, I'm gassed. I was like, you going to stay here? I said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stay down here. I said, okay, that's cool. I said, yeah. I'll... I can work in the timber on because it literally this timber ridge um, at the top of this hill was maybe 500 yards long, and over the backside of it from from the field it literally dropped off almost vertical. Yeah, and so I could get in that timber and work it back and forth depending if I could see a bull or hear a bull and mm-hmm. pull him right or left, you know, just by making the sounds and 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 calling to him. And I thought, okay, if I can get a visual. Mm-hmm. I can pull him to the right or pull him to the left or whatever I need to do to get Vinny in range. And and uh, I get up there and I get behind three little pine trees and I'm talking they're not much taller than I am. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and like 5.35 that evening, that that bull roars, that same bull from the morning. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. So you knew it was I him. I knew it was him, yeah. yeah. It's like, all right, cool. So I took my phone and I propped it on this branch in front of me on this on this pine branch just to get the audio. Sure. And I uh, thought, man, it's, it's going to be great. And, you know, just, just working this bull back and forth. Yep. And, and uh, so I, I turned. So the way that I faced, I'm kind of north and south. That ridge is running north and south. And Vinny is over my 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock shoulder, mm-hmm. 200 yards down. Yeah. And uh, I let out a bugle, and he bugles back at me. I chuckle, and he roars, you know. And, and then I shut up, and, and it wasn't like – a minute yeah and i'm on the left side of the tree i could see down this field there's a big drainage comes up a little bit fence row and then there's blowdown right there but it's an mm-hmm. open blowdown like not dark timber the dark timber was above it and that's where that bull was yeah i'm waiting for him to come out into that blowdown sure so i'm glassing all of a sudden this bugle shocks me out of my shoes i'm talking yeah, yeah, like yeah. right on top right there you, maybe 41 yards. <laughs> so this yeah. dude covered right some freaking ground. So it, it wasn't the same bull. This was a satellite bull. Oh. Okay. So this bull is still up there roaring. This bull in front of me bugles at like 41 yards, and I'm like, my bow is laying on the ground. Yeah. Not ready. I'm no. facing this way. <laughs> Wrong direction. And literally in my mind, I thought, well, Vinny's walked up here and bugled. Well, Vinny doesn't call. Yeah. Hold on a second. He doesn't know what he's doing. And this is like milliseconds is yeah, running through yeah, my mind, yeah. right? So I kind of leaned out from behind the tree just to peek through the limbs. And there's a bull staring a hole through the through the trees that I'm hiding behind. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, I'm busted. Yeah. I'm busted. My bow's on the ground. I'm busted. So did he see you? Looking right through me. Completely. Looking past you, yeah. Yeah, he was looking for the bull that I just pretended that to be. You, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he just kind of turns his head and starts walking at a right to left up the hill getting closer angle i'm like oh no way yeah <laughs> so i reach down get my bow take the sling off of it knock an arrow and uh i've got a pair of the the sick bdx 
binos that's got their built-in range finder and they're yeah, on a yeah, lanyard yeah. just kind of hanging down like a, a satchel or <laughs> sure, yeah, a yeah, man yeah. purse, right? Yeah, a purse. <laughs> Call that a purse. Right. Purse. <laughs> and so I'm 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 knocked up, ready to go, and I grab my binos and I just kind of lean out, clicked him thirty-one point three. Oh my gosh! Let him hang, stay behind the trees, draw my bow, anchor. Yeah. Leaned out, he stops perfectly, and just kind of looks my way. It was too late. Tension on the yeah. trigger, buried it, smashed him. He takes off, kind of runs parallel in the ridge, back to the left. I run out. Bugle at him, cow called to him a few times, and I ran out there where I could see him, and he stopped, head down, head up. You know, he was sick. Yeah. And just yeah. just standing there, head down, head up. By that time, Vinny comes running up there, you know, and I'm watching the bull, and and uh, and all of a sudden, he, you know, he lays down, and Vinny gets up there with me, and we're glassing him, you know, and this 45 seconds to a minute in is all it is, and this sure. bull, I'm like, he's going down right there. All of a sudden, he does this death run. He jumps up, oh, and he no. barrel runs toward the, toward the Aspens. So he gets to the Aspens and he he crashes down. I'm like, glass him up. He still got his head up. I was like, Vinny, I got to go get another arrow in him. Yeah. So I get down there just as quiet as I can. I'm 25 yards, just getting ready to put tension on the string, and the head goes down. Yeah. He's done. 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 Nice. So he ran what? Day maybe one. 100 yards, 125 100 yards, total. Yeah. 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 He was it's wild, dude. He was dead. He just How was the shot after dead. you? So perfect double lung. Yeah. Um, started shooting these sever broadheads this year. Okay. I did yeah. a little research. So I, I was shooting um, the G5, the solid blades, mm-hmm. last year. They did great. Sure. This year they whistled in my bow. Every, huh. Uh, huh. I don't, I've never had that happen. But no, I'm sorry. Last year I was shooting the G5s with the open blade. They whistled, went to the solid blade. They were great. This year I was hitting eight inches left and six inches high with them mm-hmm. with a different bow, a different setup, same sure. expedition bow. But yeah. just, it, I could not. And I, I didn't move my in. sights, yeah. you know, six and eight inches. I just didn't make sense. So sure, switch broadheads yeah. and flew like a cleaned dog. it up exactly. Nice. I hit the bull exactly where I was aiming. You know, yeah, uh, just above his heart, but I double lunged him. Um, I'm only shooting a sixty pound bow, yeah. And uh, the broadhead punched through the rib cage, mm-hmm. but there wasn't enough kinetic energy to punch out that backside. It it stopped on the hide on the backside. But gotcha. He was done. He he. Bled. Yeah, I mean you. Pretty much got almost got a pass yeah, through. Almost like, path yeah, almost pass yeah. through. If I was shooting 65 or 70, I'd have, I'd have yeah, They're just tough animals, through. man. Absolutely. <laughs> You're talking Double about long run. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty substantial amount of uh, stuff to go through there, too. Uh, that's right. Not this wide. Oh, yeah, oh right. I know. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm saying. This wide is this daggum table, it's, dude. It's, it's like walking up on the back end of a horse when you see. I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they're huge, that man. Wide. They're huge animals. So here's the crazy part. I told you I set my phone on the... On the tree limb, you forgot recording. I caught the air. I caught the bull walking through the tree limbs. Yeah, stopping, and then you see my arrow going Smack from him. left to right. You hear it crack, and then you see the bull jump into the frame. The arrow no sticking way, out dude. of him and running off the frame. <laughs> that is killer. It was absolutely insane. Absolute. It was pretty like, nice to accidentally right? film your kill. Right? <laughs> yeah. So even yeah. even after he he ran <laughs> off awesome. when he ran off the first time, got his head down. I ran out there, like I said, trying to get him to stop. And oh crap, my phone! <laughs> exactly. I ran back and grabbed my phone, ran back out there and filmed him. You know, putting his head down, going down, and then yeah. uh, then I filmed the walk up on him after he was dead. You know, so I was able to piece all that video together and make a little. <laughs> hope you, I hope you got a good phone that takes great video. So. <laughs> it's, it, that's the 12 Max Pro. So it's, okay, it's not yeah, bad. it's a good yeah, one. Good, good one. Yep. That's but, awesome, uh, dude. It was. 
to- totally unexpected, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. First night, first man. night, nice, well, nice five by five. First technical first official night, of, night. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, first yeah. official night of hunting. So that's crazy. That's that's two tags punched out of uh, six guys in the first yeah. official night. Yeah. So you guys stayed there a week, you said? Yeah, we had uh, seven days of the hunt. So our hunt okay. started on Saturday and went through the following mm-hmm. Friday, sundown, basically. Nice. So you just have just roll with the rest of them the rest of the week? That's or? exactly. I became the official caller official slash caller, guy. Yeah, right. That's our When you're too. tagged out, you uh-huh. become the caller and, uh, yep. and the guy. That's so, still so fun. Third night, yeah. Terry with the PLO tag punches a cow. Nice. So we've got three elk down in the first three days. two official nights yeah, with yeah. three days of hunting. Wow. And, uh, so Terry and I both became the guides and caller. And, Heck yeah, dude. And uh, one of the guys that had never been, actually, uh, Jim Flowers, he owns Flowers uh, Processing in Nashville. Okay. He was out there with us. Nice. And uh, glad he was because he cut my bull up. We threw yeah. it in a side by side. Perfect. So 100% great. You that's, know? The, that's the type of people you want to take. Yeah, you know, everybody told him, he's like, oh, this, that's why these guys are inviting you. you yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> cut cut them up. Uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, so so yeah. Jim uh, Jim went with Terry one night and and uh, actually got a shot on a bull, his first ever elk hunt, you know, the first year oh, he's ever so hunted. So awesome, yeah. And uh, the bull actually spun on his arrow. It was a 60-yard shot and, mm. you know, Whatever he heard or whatever it was, it he spun and the arrow went right by him. So, mm. he, man. And then uh, two nights after I shot my bull, I called another bull in. Yeah. Literally, Kevin is standing ten yards from where I shot my bull on the same tree line, mm-hmm. and I called another bull up to that almost same spot. Almost. Yeah. yeah it was, it was with a, a good. No, where you're going next year? It was it was fifty <laughs> yards. It was fifty yeah. yards, and he had just started to put tension on the string. And that bull, I think the wind may have shifted or whatever, but he, him. he spun out of there, you know. So, it's, uh, so only three tags filled on that trip. Yeah, yeah, we punched yeah. three tags, but had Still, really man, that's... really had five opportunities. That's and uh, there was another guy and his wife in camp, and actually somebody that we follow each other on Instagram had never met. Oh, so nice. we're out there. <laughs> it's crazy, random, isn't it? right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, we had a mutual friend that lives in Nashville. That's how we got talking. I'm like, wait a second, you're, and he's like, oh, you're, and you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so hilarious. that was kind of cool. But yep. we uh, we we ended up taking them up on there, uh, and I called another bull in between Kevin and this guy and his wife, mm-hmm. and it's just you know you got to have four on one side or a five inch brow tine in Colorado. Yeah. And this little four-corn bull, I'm I'm raking a tree and bugling and just mm-hmm. just sounded like a madhouse of uh, elk fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I called this bull literally seven yards past Kevin. Yeah. So <laughs> that's intense, yeah, man. It was so cool, you know, just just to have awesome. opportunities. So it was a great great that's, hunt. That's super cool, man. Well, uh, you know, I guess we'll get to the other part of the conversation we were talking about, where now. In Tennessee, you can actually draw an elk tag. Correct? Is that correct, if, or is it? If you win the lottery, the lottery, yeah. yeah so you know, it's a, it's like winning Powerball, I think. Yeah, man. Uh, there's there's 15 tags now. In okay, Tennessee. 15. Yep. So there are seven archery tags, one youth tag, and then there's seven rifle tags. But like elk are native to our area, where they're at, yeah, where you can yeah, hunt them at that's in, the, right. in the Appalachian Mountains, they're right? They're basically about 45 minutes north of Knoxville is, is a lot of the zone area right there, okay. just off of 75, literally. Yeah. Uh, one of the zones, you can watch traffic while you're hunting elk. Yeah. It's, it's pretty it's insane, wild. yeah. Yeah. Well, we went to, uh, me and a couple of my friends went over to Cherokee, North Carolina. To, I'm a big poker player. A lot oh, of people yeah. know. Um, <laughs> but uh, we went over there to, to gamble at Cherokee Casino, right? play some texas hold'em and stuff right. and we're driving like for some reason my gps took me through the park and elk 
everywhere in that park, man. Like big velvet uh, bulls and yeah. like cows. Can you them in there? Like literally right beside the road. No. But I'm like, this is insane. I, and was, then, I was five yards from a mid-350s bull in the same spot you're talking yeah. about a week before I went to Colorado. Exactly. I was out there with some buddies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Yeah. So, you know, we get into Cherokee and right there on the baseball field, there's some oh, yeah. cows that yep. get feeding. Yep. So, right they, by the so they know that they're pretty much safe. Oh, they're safe. They just meander they're, around yeah, everywhere. Just, it's, it's great yeah. to be able to get in there and, and see them. And I mean, it's, it's in the wild. Right. Yeah, they're right. still wild elk. 100%. Yeah, but but to it's like the bucks inside of like Cade's, Cade's Cove. Cade's Cove. Yeah. Absolutely. Giants. Same thing. Same Absolute thing. giants, yeah. but they like, oh, no, they're not they scared like, of people. People like feed them out of their cars and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <don't they>? yeah. <laughs> so the, yeah. the park rangers or whatever at Cherokee, they, they pretty much steer traffic away. Mm-hmm. We, we just happened to be in the woods between the field and the river where they wanted to come. Yeah. And uh, literally they, he pushed his whole harem. Five yards by us. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, and then walks out in the river, and there's a guy fly fishing. I got a picture of the bull sucking water out of the river with a yeah. fly fisherman in the back. I mean, it's so romantic. Yeah, dude. It's like that, you know, it's. There, there's like a video on, uh, I don't know if it's on YouTube or some social media, but it's just a short video of a dude fly fishing. A oh, yeah. Huge yeah, bull like comes out in the river. 15 yards from him, right? And he bugles, and it's like. Man, that yep. is the coolest yeah, I mean, thing ever. To, to people, people that, that well, let's just call them city people. Yeah. They don't know what they're missing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there yeah. you go. It's what Phil yeah. calls them, Phil Robertson. Yep, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, people don't know what they're missing when, yeah. when you have the opportunity to go and you know, just Cherokee. You just to lay eyes on the stuff. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can't go see elk everywhere or anywhere exactly. in every state, but Tennessee, we've got. Like you said, there's there's Cherokee right there, and then the the herd. There's a viewing tower uh, mm-hmm. up there north of Knoxville too, where you can actually go stand in the tower and watch Tennessee elk. So up there yeah. in North Knoxville, population wise, how many is there? Do you think, or do you? I, I don't know what the head count is now. Um, I mean, it has to be. It, it's enough that they're they're uh, kind of allowing people to draw tags people on them. Yeah. Tags. So, so most of the most of the tags are that lottery system, mm-hmm. and it's not like a lot of these states where you draw points. Tennessee, it's either you get it or you don't. There's right. no points. So system how to, so how do people in Tennessee, if they want to try for that lottery? Yeah. So there's what, what there's do they do a to, couple different ways. So yeah. there is there's one tag. We'll get to that in a second. There's one mm-hmm. tag that's separate from all the others. Uh, yeah. the, most of the tags you go on to the TWAs when you sure. where you buy your license mm-hmm. and you can actually. Uh, check a box for either archery or rifle um, elk hunting. Sure. And uh, you can pick the zone. There's there's seven different elk zones that you can uh, go into and, and yeah. select. Select, exactly. So yeah. it's a matter of whether you want to archery hunt or rifle hunt and what part of the zones you want to be in. So, so awesome. do you got to pay to be in that? Um, if you have a sportsman's license, it's free, but I think there there is a application fee, a fee if you don't yeah. have a gotcha. sportsman's. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, so – Basically, you were telling us before that you're, uh, you know, you, is it like on the, when you draw, if you get, win that lottery, you and another guy are listed as guides. Yeah, so uh, myself and a guy named Chris Nishin. Chris okay. is a, a great guy. He's, a lot of folks know him, Tennessee Wildside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. done a bunch of, bunch okay. of these things. And, and uh, Chris and I have gotten to know each other, know each other through the years. Mm-hmm. And, and he's been part of the elk guiding uh, since they were introduced, reintroduced, and yeah. up to the first hunt, so cool. uh, I got introduced to it. So that that last tag that I was telling you that that you can't just apply for, mm-hmm. um, 
TWRF, Tennessee Wildlife Resource Foundation. It's a nonprofit organization. They are given one elk tag every year. Years ago, it used to be an eBay deal where they put that tag on there and the highest bidder got the elk tag. Auction it off, yeah. That's right. So yeah. that's how I got involved is through the auction. One of the, uh, guy that had uh, actually won the auction, he paid $11,100 for the tag, I believe. Man, that's yeah. not bad to go kill a wild elk in Tennessee. In Tennessee. Think about it. It's, it's a once-in-a-lifetime. Literally. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, he, he's he's done well for himself. He's, he's a Tennessee native. Mm-hmm. Uh, his mom raised him hunting. Yeah, he didn't have a dad around. His mom raised him hunting, and he he won this tag, you know. Yeah. And uh, he actually brought his mom and her boyfriend on the on the hunt. Oh, that's cool. awesome! Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I literally that hunt. So I ended up guiding him um, because Johnny Allred, who was with TWRF, mm-hmm. he had double booked himself. He was supposed to be the guy, and he called me. He's oh, like, Rick, man. I've, I've double booked. Is there any way you can do this? I'm like. Yeah. I can call turkeys. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been out west this. a couple times, but I don't think I've seen an elk. But hey, yeah. you know. So um, yeah, so we 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 did that hunt, and and I did it like you'd want to do it. You know, we camped on the mountain where we were hunting, and and yeah. I was out there for. So like, you roughed it. We did like a western hunt, but like literally on the east coast in in, in Tennessee. Yeah, That's so crazy. Man. Slept That's in awesome. a slept in a tent. I think it was uh, I was nine days in a tent. Yeah. Before we saw the first elk, the first elk is the one that he killed. Nice. Yeah, the evening he killed that was the first bull elk. or a cow. Nice six by six. So it's all nice. all oh, bull it's only. Okay. Yep. It's bull only. Okay. It was a it was a beautiful six by six. That's awesome, man. And uh, it was just just played out great. You know, his mom was in one field, his her boyfriend was in another, and the elk came out in front of the boyfriend, walked past the mom. They called and they're like, "This bull's coming to you." So we, yeah. we were able to get up and move and set up and, and kill awesome. him. But so, so your first time guiding, his first time hunting. That's right. Yep. So, so um, that's was, awesome. Yeah, that yeah. is pretty crazy. Yeah, it was. Did he kill it with a rifle or a he bow? did? Yeah. Okay. He was, that rifle. was during the rifle hunt. I've done gotcha. uh, since then. I've done uh, seven total elk hunts in Tennessee guiding. Nice. Uh, two of those were archery. Mm-hmm. Uh, won't go into details because that was that was pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, one kid, he he was mm-hmm. he was so adamant. Yeah, he, he was he was doing well. The other guy was scared of the dark. Leave it there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we, we need to listen to our last podcast. podcast. <laughs> we did a funny podcast on that. Yeah. So none of us are yeah. scared of the dark. No. But I every, think all of us are. Every every <laughs> rifle hunter that I've guided has yeah. has killed a killed an elk. I had That's a awesome. man. wounded wounded vet two years ago mm-hmm. that I I took. He so this this uh, this last tag that TWRF gets. Yeah. Uh, rather than eBay now, it's a raffle. Okay. It's $10 a piece. Nice. Anybody can afford 10 bucks to have a chance in Tennessee to kill a bull. 100%. And it goes to this nonprofit who is just giving back to Tennessee. They do the Tennessee governors and the Mm -hmm. one-shot governors hunt. Yeah. They're the the host of that and a big dove hunt they do every year and and things like that. So it, it puts a lot of money back into a great conservation group. So, so to get into that raffle, do you go onto their website? Yeah, you go to their website and they advertise it. And listen, they do 10 prize packages that are, as good as killing a Tennessee elk. Yeah. There's $50,000 toward a Ford F-150 truck or, or a Ford vehicle, right? Yeah. There's a brand new bass boat, four-wheeler, camper. I mean, there's yeah. there's so many, like... Awesome prizes. Awesome yeah. prizes. For 10 bucks. For 10 bucks, right? Yeah. So, so the... It's uh, good stuff. The guy that gets that tag gets a great zone, too, so... Yeah, yeah. awesome, man. But uh, the fellow that... that uh, got a tag this year he, yeah. he did not draw the the raffle he he got one from the regular uh lottery lottery tag yep lucky man yeah fellas out of uh savannah tennessee okay and uh 
he his his son actually reached out to me on social and said, "Hey man, been putting in for this Tennessee elk season tag yeah, for yeah. for years." He Finally said, <laughs> "No, he's like I put my dad in last year. He said I put him in this year, second year, and he draws." Oh, like, dirty are you dog! Kidding me? <laughs> Gets it gets drawn and the sun's been putting in for a long that's time. Right, and that's right. Yeah. Still though, I that's mean, the way it goes. I mean, but yeah. yeah. If 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 I were to do, I'd love to see my old man. Oh, absolutely, oh, 100%, over me, me you know, too. I'd love to see him. I, yeah. I watched my dad shoot his first whitetail ever last year. Yeah, I know. At, at sixty-eight years old, you know, I, I saw the wow. pictures and story you posted on there last Insane, year. It was right? cool. I, I grew up watching my dad. You know, the, my, my young memories of sitting on the floor cross-legged and him opening mm-hmm. up the old wood gun case with the glass door yeah. to, to get a gun or, you know, just whatever. Those, Sounds like me and my grandpa. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, just, just flash back to those things that, that yep. were were impressive memories to me that here I am doing what I love to do, right? Yeah, man. Making, making a partial living working yeah. in the outdoors. In the outdoor industry. And... Uh, you know, I, I I literally could owe that back to my dad for, for mm-hmm. planting Introducing those seeds, you, but yep. not knowing he was planting those seeds. Yeah, right? exactly, man. So so cool. Now now we have to be so intentional yep. to plant those seeds because our kids these days are are more interested in what's on locked to screens. IPads. And, oh, and yeah, my man. goodness. Yep. Yeah, yeah. These these things right here. Yeah, phones. Yep. I mean, it, they it's watch real, us do it. it. Yeah, I mean, it's ruining and, and, the I'm world. I'm guilty dude. of it. And, and here I am making a living. <laughs> Partially, yeah, on, this, on yep. but but talking about it, you know. I mean, it's and, a catch twenty two, right? It, it it's, really is. It's like you. It's a good thing and a bad thing. It's just, I mean, that's how everything is, though, in in the world. Business Moderation. wise, I mean, you almost you getting deer on camera, right? That's, now? that's my deer. He's there right now. What time is it? Six forty three. It's it's past sunset, but he's there right now. <laughs> These cameras. <laughs> We're gonna have to cut this short, boys. We gotta go. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going in the morning, so hopefully that's that's a new story, a new podcast. Hopefully, yeah. well, we'll touch on it a little bit here. Yeah. But um, so the guy tagged out on his elk, right? Yeah. So uh, it was it was tough. It really was. So it's tough hunt. Yeah. So when I mean, when is the hunt? So the the rifle hunt for well, we'll start over. So the archery hunt is the same time that I was in Colorado. So that last week of September okay. is the archery hunt so out here. So do you would you say that the elk here are kind of rutting at the same time they, they really are yeah, yeah. okay yeah. so that cool. that last week of uh archery which was our first uh first day opening day of archery season here started their archery elk season in tennessee as gotcha. well the following week was the youth hunt yep and then uh the first week of october is the the rifle the rifle hunt. Hunt. so it's just a seven day it is it is so you gotta get in there and yep Bust get tail. it done. That's right. Get Except for the guy that gets that that raffle tag. Oh, okay. Yeah. He gets seven days, and then everybody's done. So now he has the opportunity to jump zones if he wants to. Oh wow. Yeah. So, so that's he a has, great tag. <laughs> and he has seven more days. Yeah. Right? Have they already so drawn? Yeah. For so, the raffle. Yeah. So that's this hunt just finished last. Yeah. Week. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So obviously we were going to try to do this last week. Yep. Um, and then I we was, realized I that you were out, out on there. The yeah. At <laughs> yeah. the time, and you're like, "Hey, uh, are we still going to be able to do this?" I'm like, "Yeah, uh, I'm, you know, I'll just call in." You know? Yeah, we're not. Uh, well, and that's the thing is, we're not set up to do like any right. kind of phone stuff yet. Yeah. We're working on it. Not but, yet. But uh, yeah, so we just postponed it. And guys that are listening, they're probably you know we've actually had a few people ask, "Hey, what happened to the podcast last week?" And so here, here we, we go are. explaining yeah. it. So. <laughs> Um, you know, we, we were going to have Rick in last week, but he, for good reason, he, uh, 
had he was out elk hunting other, in Tennessee, which occupied, is crazy. Right? Yeah, yeah no exactly. big deal, so. just making history. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's real. Literally. It, it was the first time that I saw the, the guy that killed that bull, the first, first yeah. time I ever went out there. I, I cried. I was like, you know, Davy Crockett, Daniel Boone, all these guys yeah, from years ago, they, they saw this. They did this. Mm-hmm. And here I am almost 200 years later watching an elk die in Tennessee. In their footsteps, That's man. cool. Super That's cool. really cool. So, so yeah, opportun- was, opportunity. Maybe eventually – the whole state will be covered in so, a well. So I'm going to tell you a secret about Tennessee elk right now. I'm taking notes. <laughs> okay. There are yeah. 15 tags. Yeah. Those 15 tags are, are designated to the, the hunters with them. Mm-hmm. There is what's called, and the and the name of it just left me. <sighs> It'll come back to you. Here so basically, minute, here's, yeah. here's, here's what happens. There are five or six counties that these elk are, are designated in, right? Mm-hmm. If you own property or have permission to hunt a piece of property, that is outside those five or six counties, and an elk comes, comes onto on your property. Incidental taking of elk. You can so is that during legally during regular deer season? Okay. Kill an elk in Tennessee if you have hmm. that situation. That's insane. Dude. So do they call it incidental for like they don't tearing up your land or incidental meaning that you're not part of the actual hunt? Yeah. We don't want these elk outside of these zones right now. Oh, okay. So help us control the population of non- keep them contained. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. And you can do that without an elk tag. Yes, you can. Hmm. That's pretty crazy. Gotta read, have a dude. Cool. Yeah. Read the rules and regulations. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get yourself in trouble, blah, blah, people. Blah, blah, blah. But uh, that is my understanding of the incidental taking for Tennessee elk. That's cool, man. Can we edit that out so nobody – because I've been trying to find a place up there. That I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you're listening to this and you got a property outside one of those Hit counties, right Call on me. the line, we're, uh, we're uh, willing to come take care of the milk for you. So. Yeah, so we, we had a good hunt up there. It uh, didn't last long. I found uh, – so I, Thursday night was the podcast yeah, supposed yeah, yeah. to be last week, and uh, I had gone up there Thursday afternoon and, and scouted some area, and, man, it's rough up there. Yeah. It's Friday morning, uh, so I've, I've – Made some friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the guys that, that's a friend of mine lives out there. He works for USDA. He does okay. the hog trapping in, ah, which, in the Upper cool. Cumberland or in the Cumberland yeah. Plateau up there, you know, the, the mountains and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I called him. I was like, Jordan, I said, hey, um, do you know the zone? He's like, oh, yeah, I got a hog trap at the end of these food plots, blah, blah, blah. He said, I'll meet you in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so he meets me. We get on a side by side and, and he, sure. he shows me the layout. It's just about four miles from where you park to get up and it's literally inclined the entire time and you have to have a side by side so this is public land land. okay and there are people that this is part of like the um what they they ride the razors and stuff up there yeah um uh that windrock it's not windrock it's it's similar to windrock but it's Uh, the blue i can't remember royal blue Y'all know what it is. Royal is that Blue. what it's called? Royal yeah. Blue. Royal okay. Blue. So they, they ride side by side hey, all over this place. What are you smiling about? You know that place? Right yeah, there they live over there. That's how they oh, know. You guys, you guys know, huh? Yeah. <laughs> little background noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so we get up there, and, uh, man, we, we zip by. These side by sides are zipping by us and stuff. I'm like, there how no, the heck there am I going to no. kill an elk in here? Yeah. we got to deal with this, right? Yeah. This is the first zone that I've been on that had that much traffic. Sure. Right. But it's because it's attached to one of the main entrance areas where people mm-hmm. ride. So I was I was like, oh, no way. We get up there and there's elk in the first food plot. No way. Dude. And it was it was two small five by fives and a spike. Yeah. And I'm like, 
Yeah, but not a care in the world, like not getting bumped by the... Right, they're riding by, but they're 200 yards off the main road, so they're they're feeding the food plot, you know. And uh, so I I get the lay of the land, throw out a couple cameras, and I honestly had a stomach bug. So I went Mm. back to the hotel and crashed the rest of the day. Yeah. And my hunter came in that afternoon, and it's like, we need to to make a dry run, because I don't know how long it's going to take us to get in there in the morning. It's going to be dark. Sure. Three and a half, four miles to get up there. Yeah. It's rough. There's, There's literally a Ford Explorer in the woods that you'll never get out, because it so yeah so we we uh we make a dry run and didn't see anything didn't hear anything and so we get up saturday morning and uh we load up to the parking area there and and head up the mountain and we had to stop i was i was a little faster than i wanted to be and i wanted to be there just to daylight and overnight you know these these reveal cell cams they're they're awesome yeah overnight i had elk in front of my cameras like there's there's elk close because it was within Mm -hmm. a couple hours of us going up the mountain i'm like sure there's, yeah, there's yeah. elk close we don't need to ride all the way up to the gate mm-hmm. i don't want to push anything away and uh so we we take our time the time we park it's 10 minutes to shooting light legal shooting light sure so we i said go ahead and get your gun loaded get ready so we're going to just ease up there and and into shooting lights so if there's anything there we'll be in the chips, ready you know? to rock and roll. Yeah, and so we we started easing up there. And I was like, just hang back for a minute because I know where to look, and I don't want three of us walking in. His son, one of his sons, came with us, mm-hmm. and uh, we eased up there. I eased up there by myself, past him. I'm like, there are elk in the field. Yeah, there's one bull bedded down, nice five by five bedded down, and another five by five. One of the bulls that I'd seen the day before. Yeah, and this elk that he killed were fighting in the field, just pushing each other That's around. So cool. And I'm like, this can't be happening right so i back off and i go to him i was like so there's already elk in the field he's are you serious you know he started yeah, 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 like, okay just chill out bro just calm down we're yeah. gonna just ease up here i want you to get a good look at them i said there's there's one pretty good bull there mm-hmm. and uh that's so, big that's there's right. a shooter yeah so we get up there and he gets against the tree and he's glassing them up pretty good you know and he's like oh yeah he said he's much bigger body he said he's heavy he's, he's dark chocolate and horns you know and i saw the picture he yeah, definitely is yeah he's and, good elk. Uh, the mass on him compared to the other other elk that were there was was crazy. Yeah. Like, so 708 was shooting light, and he pulled the trigger like at 714, 715. Wow. Done. Done. Bull takes off. The other two stand there. And one of them turned and was just, like, facing the tree line where this bull ran off. And yeah, like, what the heck happened? I was happened? like, okay, guys, I said, we're just going to sit here and, and watch these elk. And then his son's like, can I take pictures? I'm like, yeah, I don't care if we run these off. You know, you've already mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you already filled so, your tag, yeah. So he walks up and he's taking pictures. And, <clears throat> and these young bulls would not believe it. We walked within 65, 70 yards maybe of these, these elk as we walked in looking. So we sat there for like 10 or 15 minutes watching them, taking pictures, trying not to spook them so we could get pictures. Yeah. And then we get up and start walking and they're like just kind of – Looking Still at us, you know, hanging tight, and eventually, you know, when the wind finally hit mm-hmm. them, yeah, they, they took off. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, that bull that he had been fighting was the one that was looking toward the tree line, and he was looking basically at a dead bull. Yeah, we got up there, and he didn't make it far. Yeah, Greg and, and his son were looking for the for the blood, blood. you know. I walked over to the tree line, just kind of here he is. I glanced over and I didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I turned back, I was like, Y'all see anything? You find any blood? And like, yeah. No, no, he's got to be about right here. You know, the blood was. I was like, yeah, seemed like a good hit. Right? He was, he was two oh one point three or two hundred point three yards. You know, I knew exactly, so I stood sure. the spot and I ranged where he was standing when he shot from. Yeah, I was like, yeah, he was like right here. I said, but 
walk over there. He's dead inside the tree line. <laughs> Are you serious? Is he yeah. big? Is he? Dead? I was like, yeah. So yeah, he's dead. He got up there and put his hands on him first. You know, I, I said mm-hmm. I, I didn't even really look at him. I said I saw a dead bull and knew he's dead. Yeah. So he he got his hands on the bull and amazing. That's so, cool, man. so he he had just had knee surgery last year. So this mm-hmm. guy was not set up to to put the time on the mountain like. Like we we yeah, yeah, may yeah, have like, had to you yeah know? exactly so for that situation to work out the way it did and him yeah. to be so happy with you know it was a beautiful six by six yeah you know? man his his right side had just a little bitty whale's tail on the end but that was a six point I'm gonna call it you know yeah yeah and of uh, it was, uh-huh. he was tickled I was tickled and yeah it was a, just just another moment man what an awesome hunt man yeah that's yep. cool it's it's not not what you know sometimes it's who you know you know just yeah just exactly. having the right people that that helped me get up there and find the right way to get in because the first mm-hmm. way i went in was atrocious it was not good <laughs> yeah <laughs> i didn't ride my four-wheeler back down the way i rode it up gotcha. i found another way out and around yeah. so too rough the way yeah. up, huh? but uh it's crazy to have the have the contacts and 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 all that it worked out yeah man speaking of that like How'd you kind of get into the outdoor industry? Obviously, you're a deer hunter. You, yeah. you you hunt, you turkey hunt, you, you know. Yep. That's like me. Like, I, I, you know, I hunted growing up and, and stuff like that and kind of got away from it when I was, you know. Teens. When I started chasing women and, you know, <laughs> living wild, you know. So, um, and then got back into it after I got married and yep. just, you know, needed a hobby to immerse myself in basically <laughs> babe i gotta go to the woods yeah, you know gotta, so gotta have some downtime yeah. some me time right and For then her. just was blessed to just turn it into a business yeah. and like make money off something i love you know and, and so. that's that's pretty much and when you say you fell into it that, that's yeah. kind of so you know there, there's every company out there has a pro staff right yeah and uh yeah. i've got a buddy of mine his name's tony smotherman tony is the his his official title with bpi is head of influencer relations so tony okay. deals with all of the Outdoor media, mm-hmm. writers, uh, podcasters, YouTubers, um, you name it. Influencers. Influencers. Yeah. Bottom line, that's that's yep. in the title, right? Yep. And uh, Tony, they asked him to put a pro staff together for, for CVA, and uh, he's like, hey, I want you to be my Tennessee guy. And I was like, nice, great. Man. You know, so started there, <laughs> like, right? Heck yeah. And uh, so <clears throat> about probably a year or so into doing CVA pro staff. Yeah. Um, what year was that? Gosh, so it's probably four years ago, so okay. 18, 17, 18, yeah. somewhere around in there. And gotcha. uh, that year, um, hold on a second. So 2014 is when Bergara started building rifles. Okay. B-14, yeah. When you look at the series of Bergara rifles, B-14, Bergara 2014 is yeah, when yeah, the yeah. rifle actual production. So it was a few years after that that I came into the CBA deal. And, mm-hmm. and uh, not long after that, they... They said, hey, we want to do the same thing with Bergara. So I was pro-staffing for both. Yeah. And then got the opportunity to do a couple of uh, outdoor events that Bergara was putting on called the Bergara Experience. They do – basically, they rent a range, cater mm-hmm. it, invite the public, shoot their guns and their ammo. You know, it's yeah. it's one of those deals. So I went and was able to hang out and, and be a part of that and do some social media stuff with them. Mm-hmm. And that same year, uh, my wife and I, her birthday is right around the same time, SHOT Show – so SHOT Show is the biggest industry show in, yeah, yeah, in the world, yeah. right? Exactly. Uh, it's in Vegas every year. And, mm-hmm. and uh, so my wife's birthday is right around the SHOT Show. So yep. with the SHOT Show and her birthday, we're like, let's go to Vegas. Yeah, know? of course. Heck so, yeah. Heck yeah. Worked out uh, being able to get a couple of badges for us to get in because, you know, the company's growing and had mm-hmm. opportunities to get us a couple of badges and got to go oh, yeah. in. So at the time I, I was in there and, and our marketing 
uh, director at the time, he uh, he kind of cornered me a little bit at the table at the at the booth. It was kind of a downtime. He's like, "So, what are you doing? What do yeah. you? What's your you know, kind of trying to what's feel story, me out? What's, what do you want to do? <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. And I, I looked him dead in the eyes. I'll never forget it, Thomas. I was like, one of these days I'm going to draw a salary from the company. Yeah. Oh, you're moving to Georgia? I'm like, nope. Nope. I said I can do your social. I wouldn't either. Yeah, if I, exactly. were you. <laughs> <laughs> I said uh, I can do your social media from anywhere in the world. Yeah. And his eyes bugged out. He's like, "Are you serious?" I said, oh, "Yeah, hundred percent." So a week later, I had all the logins for Instagram, Facebook, and yeah, man. I literally went a year, mm-hmm. okay, an entire year proving that I could do it without yep. salary. Yeah. Zero income for that year. Yeah. Of doing that and those that do social media on a regular basis you know it's it's, it's a, a grind gauntlet, right it's a grind yeah and uh you know they, they sent me a few guns here and there that i will never complain about having you know so that was kind yeah, of, my, of course yeah my uh my my compensation it's like, okay, i'll take this yeah. as a payment you know and, and whatever it was really cool i got to do some photo shoots for the catalogs and stuff with a yeah. couple of the photographers so cool, that man. was fun stuff and yeah of course and so that that led to a year later uh thomas created a position and and a salary for me so it's awesome, man. I've been, been there, there you go. doing Manifested that Manifested it and it did. made it come true. Yeah, right? and, and since then, been able to, to go and do so many things and so many events and places yeah. that I never thought I'd go. You know, I, I yeah. never traveled as much as I have since I've been with them. Yeah, so exactly. It's, it's pretty neat to to be with a company that's that's not just growing, but they're looking out for their people, too. Yeah, man. It's so. awesome. They yeah. are definitely growing, and you, you definitely hear about CVA yeah. and Vergara a yeah. lot now. Yep. Bagara a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so. It's a good thing. It's pretty awesome, man. I've never shot any of their guns, but hopefully we can change that. I've, I'm, I'm looking, I've... For a, looking for a 350 Legend uh, threaded barrel. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a Baker's dozen of Bergaras, and I don't know how many CVAs, and I, I do have yeah. a 350 Legend you're welcome to shoot. So. Well, I'm looking to buy one because my brother's got a can for it. And uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so they got a CVA Cascade and a 350. That's what I've nice. got. I've, my, I set it up for my daughter. And yeah. five shots at 100, I can put my thumb over it. It's crazy, They're man. They're awesome. Yeah, they're sweet. Yeah. But also, like, putting a can on them, it's like the quietest rifle oh, yeah. out there. Yep. It's besides, insane. Besides the 300 Blackout, we've got a Scout. Yeah, the 300 Blackout Scout. we got a little is, Scout, break action, single yep. shot. And <laughs> yep. They're it's like quieter Dumb. than a pellet gun, man. It's insane. Dumb. Yeah, dude, insane. I love the stock on that CVA Cascade. They're, they feel good, don't they? They feel really good. Yeah. So Boyd's I mean, makes an aftermarket too. If you if you want to make it look like really fancy, yeah, uh, I put a Boyd's on one of mine, and it's it's pretty cool. I thought yeah, it dude. was fancy already. <laughs> <laughs> it laminated wood and kind of yeah. them whole molded, you know. It's from Baxter, right? but but that, I won't hold against them because I'm that, from Baxter too. That, <laughs> that synthetic stock with the with the grip on it is mm-hmm. awesome. On yeah, dude. Standard out of the out yeah. of the box. Yeah. Well, I can't find a 350 Legend online in the Scout right now, so we'll have to talk. Scout's, <laughs> Scout's tough, but the Cascade. Yeah. If you want a bolt gun, yeah. Walmart. Walmart's, Walmart's everywhere have have the okay. Cascade line. That's the best cool. Yep, and they're cheaper than the regular sporting goods stores. And 350 Legend ammo is still fairly easy to find. Yeah. Yep. What uh? What's your favorite round? In the 350, shoot? I'm shooting just that Winchester XP, the gray box. Well, ammo. I mean overall, like, what's your favorite round to shoot? <laughs> so <laughs> I, I have. Here we go down a hmm. rabbit hole, right? Yeah. You, if you're gonna you know, make him pick, and, yeah. and, and everybody, everybody. Has has their own opinion on the six five Creed more, but yeah. oh goodness, you saw my dad. I have I have yeah. eight or nine of them, I think. Yeah. So, but I, when you when you stock I'm, stockpile ammo, yeah, of one caliber, 
why not get a rifle to keep shooting it? Right? Well, here's the thing is that if everybody hates shooting it, there's going to be enough ammo out there. It's like, why not mm. stockpile it? And it's, I've hey, shot a 6.5 oh, I'm, I'm a 6.5 Creedmoor and a 300 Wind Mag guy. Yeah. That's, that's my two, whether I'm going to shoot deer or elk or yeah. whatever, I've, I've got it covered there. I like, I like my 308, but, you know. I think the only reason people legitimately hate 6.5 is because it was an oddball caliber that outperformed everything and they got so popular and now everybody's like that's a terrible round and if, if i can't shoot yeah. with my 270 yeah <laughs> how easy i got 270 uh, <laughs> yep. yeah there's there's definitely that's that's one of those you can go down a rabbit hole of, of the good mm-hmm. and the bad so yeah exactly man there's a lot of people with a lot of opinions out there <laughs> that's great more yeah yeah well, oh, you know yeah. what they say it about them right? it starts getting out there a little bit yeah. I, I actually uh Joined the Mile Club with the 6.5 Creedmoor. Sweet, man. Three three out of five That's kind of where they shine. Yeah. It's a long range. I mean, yeah, long, long range, range it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah. But three out of five at a, at a mile, three shots out of five. I mean, that's I mean, insane. My goodness. 18-inch piece of steel. That's that's, that's a feat right that's there. That's one MOA yeah. at a mile. That's yep. incredible. Yep. I'm actually in April for my birthday treating myself to a long range shooting class. Where are you going Nice, go? man. Uh you would ask. Uh, you know. I think I forget the name of it. It was Dead uh, Zero. So, so Bergara has a long range. Do they? Uh, shooting school that we do out of uh, Belt, Montana. Hey, send me out. <laughs> I want them to Let's send go. me I out. I want to go still. too. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah, Montana. I've been to the lodge, but I hadn't been yeah. to the shooting school. But it's it's pretty pretty cool. cool. These yeah. guys were at the uh, World Deer Expo. Couldn't tell you. I don't remember. I got their contact information. Mm-hmm. I'd have to go back and look. Yeah. Was it the best of the West guys? Mm-mm. No. You guys were at uh, NWTF last year. You planning we to were. go again? Yeah, CVA was the first time that we've we've done yeah. that show, and we definitely are going back this year. Yeah, we are too, man. That Good was the first deal. time we did it. Seemed like your booth was popping. It was. Yeah. It was very, Y'all had very a heck of a setup. Busy. Well, the scout too. Cool. Everybody was yeah, that little drooling over yeah, the man. scout. Saturday That's morning. all I hunt with now on the 410. Saturday yeah. morning. The old scouts coming back out. They sell Tennis, a Tennessee, lot of those, huh? Tennessee turkey season opens Saturday morning. Uh-huh. Right. Yep, mm-hmm. fall turkey season. Shotgun. Yep. Yeah, buddy. Be out there. You're skipping the deer woods and going to the uh, turkey yeah. woods. I've, I've got some birds that are mid-morning birds. Yeah. Hitting the camera mid-morning. So There's a bull. I, if you need somebody to come film something like that, let me know, man. If I don't kill this, uh, this deer in the morning, I'll be back in there Saturday morning. But uh, definitely yeah. mid-morning birds, I'm going to go Sweet, dude. put the scout to work. There's a there's a young boy that I work with, man. He's been he went this past weekend, man. He said he had four toms just freaking hey, gobbled their heads off Saturday and Sunday morning. People people don't know they gobble you around. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they really do. Oh, I've, heard, I've yeah. heard of a lot during deer season yeah. gobbling. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Down Absolutely. in Granville. Oh yeah. Strutting, pushing you drop, hands. You drop, drop me a pen when we get done here. <laughs> oh, I can drop you a pen. <laughs> a lot hey, he's of got some. He's got some pictures from down there on his grandpa's. Is that your grandpa or your uncle? Great grandpa's. Great grandpa's farm, dude. Turkeys everywhere. So I've I've got a pretty good. Piece. You got a big piece yeah, over there. There's a few turkeys there. Yeah. But one of one of my one of my. You told me I could come kill one over there. So. No comprende. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> one of one of my hashtags is "There's no turkeys in Tennessee." Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah, I've never seen Stay them. Stay out, people. Mm, no. Yeah. Um, no, I love turkey hunting, man. It's a good time. It's probably it's my favorite, honestly. I, I you know I own a company Just something that about caters. Them. Mm-hmm. I own a company that caters to deer hunters, but like turkey hunting is my could, absolute favorite. If we could favorite. saddle hunt for turkeys, yeah. it'd be the. I mean, technically, yeah. I guess you could. 
Can we get them lower to the ground? You don't have to carry sticks. Hey, there was yeah. a guy that killed one uh, with his bow out of our saddle not too long ago. A couple well, weeks I, ago. Can't you kill one out with your yeah, bow right during, now? During yeah, the yeah, first yeah. archer, regular mm-hmm. archery season. Well, that's what I told one. that boy. I was like, dude, Shoot smash bow, one. Yeah. yeah. He was like, I don't know, man. I'm like, I was sending him screenshots of the TWRA rules and regulations. I'm like, dude, you, yeah, you're yeah, good. Yeah. Do it. It's your yeah. golden, man. You that's can right. fill a tag. So I'm not, I'm not the guy that's like, do it for the gram, but yeah. I'm, I'm kind of the brand guy. So yeah, you I'm, have I'm to do it for the gram. <laughs> with the shotgun, yeah, so. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> get, the, get the mileage out of it. Yeah, because we only get one that's during right. the fall. Yep. So it's got to be a bearded kill it bird. A, if you kill it with a bow, you can't shotgun hunt. So Nope. Yep. Yep. That's right. So better really? hang, hang on to it. It's one bird. One bird in the fall. Yeah. Yep. So if you one. kill one in the fall, you can't spring hunt at all. No, no, no. No, no. You can do it. No, you get. If you kill one with archery equipment, you can't hunt the shotgun season. Exactly. In the fall. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. yeah. And does that count towards your? No. Not towards your spring limit. No. no. Okay. That's a whole nother year. So it's like a bonus yeah. bird. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Right here before Thanksgiving. That's what that's for. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be like the pilgrims. Oh, wow. Or or for us diehard turkey guys. Yeah. It's just to get us through to spring. Yeah. Exactly. But a lot of diehard turkey guys won't kill one in the fall either. Yeah. I've never killed one in the fall. I haven't either, but I've never like actually I've never set tried. out I just to turkey yeah. hunt. I've, I've killed one in the same 50-yard radius in the last three seasons. Yeah. During the, the fall? fall. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. Did you tag out this year? So Spring? I did not. You didn't? Killed one bird in Tennessee. I killed two. In the fall, sure. do they, like, is it, as far as working them, is it way different? Or I'm setting up for an ambush. I, I know the travel route, and I'm just, gotcha. yeah. just sitting there letting them come by. Have you tried calling them though? I mean, is it, you know, is it honestly, different? Or I, is I never it, have. Um, you haven't. Yeah. Now mm. a lot of guys will bust the flock up if they're if they're, you know, trying to I've heard that the, too, yeah. bust the flock up and sit down and, and make kikis and and Let round up calls. Try to come yeah, because yeah, yeah. they'll, they'll start looking for each other no matter where they're at. They'll yeah. try to group back up. So. Yeah. Yeah. Heard that. Yep. But I've got there's 13 long beards in a in a group right now staying together. So. Yeah. Well. You're gonna go deer hunting in the morning. You got a pretty. You showed us pretty good buck. Yeah, it's uh, pretty good deer. So first, this will be your second sit of the season, deer uh, season, or second sit for myself. I took okay. my daughter a couple of times. I bought her a new crossbow because she's got nice. a deer that she's she's two years invested in him. He's I picked up his left side last this right before NWTF. Yeah. Or right after. Yeah. Uh, his left side was 26 and a quarter main. His was 26 and a quarter long. Good. He's he's a mid 60s deer, I think. Heck yeah, man. But uh, I've got a deer that's that's bumping 150 probably. That uh, showed yeah. up a couple of days ago, and because I just put that camera in there, yeah, showed up first day, and I was gonna go sit him this morning. Wind was wrong. Yeah. So I. I know. I, I saw you post that picture on Facebook. Yeah. You were like, yeah. Southwest wind saved your butt this saved morning. His butt. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So while we're here on the podcast, he showed back up. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. But uh, I, I went and. I'm gonna set this evening or, or early this afternoon, and yeah, my set from where he's at is about 33 yards. So mm, perfect. If that wind awesome, stays man. out of the he's, west, he's, in the he's morning, flirting he's with disaster. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully if it comes can, in, man, that'd be awesome. If I can slip in there, it's just it's a stump that I put some mineral stuff on. Yeah, and they have just torn it. I up. think this rain made it Got fresh again, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's coming back around to it. So yeah, it's awesome, dude. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I got a pretty big one in my neighborhood. I don't know what he'll score. He'll probably score in the 50s. Is that the one you but, showed me a picture of yeah, when I started? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's a uh, – I got more pictures that I meant to show you, but we got started yeah. before I could find him. But uh, I'll show them to you again. But 
Yeah, man. I've been chasing this deer for two years in my neighborhood. Um, just like right in the middle of town. You know, that, and that's crazy. I, <laughs> yeah. I had a city deer yeah. that I never saw from the stand until mm-hmm. the night that I killed him. Yeah. Three years. Yeah. Three years. A deer that never shed velvet. I killed him in city city limits of Laverne. Really? And he never shed velvet, but I killed him the third year. First time I ever saw him from the stand. Yeah, this deer, you know, I'd, I'd already started cruiser. So, you know, three years ago, uh, we were already like 2020. It's when I first laid eyes on this deer. I saw this deer in person before oh I ever goodness. knew. So, like, he's chasing a doe across the road. And, and, like, I live – my neighbor's got 35 acres right there. That's like a – dude, it's a perfect, like, funnel for these deer to go from, like, one block of timber to the next block of timber. And they're always funneling through his block of timber, right? And uh, there's a small field right beside the road that kind of goes on the backside of his property that I take to go to my house from here. And uh, this deer crosses in front of me, and my jaw just hits the floor <laughs> of my truck, man. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know. And this deer is a uh, – at this time, he's a 10-pointer, which I've got pictures I'll show you. Um, he's a he's a really awesome frame 10-pointer, probably like a 5-year-old at this point. So big deer. Yeah. And uh, it just so happens I'm going home, and I go and get my camera – that camera right there actually and bring it back and he's still no like way. he goes through the woods like where where i saw him at where my house is like a block away so i go home run and get my camera really quick come back and like he's on the back side of this field and in this person's yard and i just stand there snap, for snap, like snap. like I'm, their cars come i'm just waving them on <laughs> and filming this deer and uh and then like I keep it just like it keeps bugging me. It's like just go ask to hunt that property, right? So finally, I work up the nerve to just go to that neighbor's house, knock on the door. I'm like, hey, you know, I live right up the street. I saw some deer coming out of the backside of your property. I was just wondering if you ever let anybody hunt. He's like, yeah, I'll let you hunt. He's like, I've had people hunt in the past. I don't, there's nobody hunting it right now, so you can hunt it. Nice. He said, there's a bunch of coyotes on the property, so if please kill those. That year, I killed four coyotes with my bow. Nice and shot that deer uh he can't that deer ended up coming out with a uh little spike saw the spike first i'm in a ground blind because it's like pretty thick and there's no trees on the edge of this like little field in the center of the property this deer comes out the spike comes out and the blind window is covering the other deer the other deer's already in the field and i'm like i'm just watching the spike the spike looks back and i like peek my head around (laughs) and that deer is standing like 45 yards away, Holy just cow. feeding in the field. And like, you know, obviously my heart just starts jumping out oh, yeah. of my chest. And he comes in to 30 yards and I shoot, I'm aiming at his heart. And I, like, he's not like weary of me at all, like calm. I shoot and he ducks the string on me. I hit him high in the shoulder. Mm. And then the next year I see him cross the road again in that same field and his antlers are shifted where I hit him high on the shoulder. Injury, yeah. yeah. Got it. So his left side stayed the exact same, but his right side blew Grew. up like huge. And that's that picture I showed yeah. you. Like he had that little yep. kicker off the back. Um, and then, you know, I never got an opportunity at him that last year. I did see him at like 48 yards right at last light one night. 
And that that was the first time I had been that close to him, dude. And he was an absolute giant. Mm. And uh, but no shot, obviously. Right. It's like like shooting light was already over. Yeah. Um, but I got a picture of him the other day. So you know and he's still on his feet. Yeah, he's still there, man. He's still alive. It's good. He's got the biggest body I've ever seen on a deer. In yeah, when you show me <laughs> that, yeah, he's, he's a horse, yeah. man. <laughs> so I'm I'm uh, uh you know based off previous years' history, the next couple of weeks is gonna be. I'm going to be in those woods. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. He'll be coming through, so. I got a buddy I work with killed a giant and yeah. has a few more giants right here in the middle of Cookville. Yeah, there is. In city limits. Dude, I'm telling you, it's This a, deer will, now, as previously mentioned, I don't know really anything about measuring, but from what other deers I've seen scoring about this size, I'd say he'd be 150-ish. Yeah, he weighed 180 pounds field dressed. If you can, wow. if you can kill a 150 plus deer in Tennessee, if you can, you're do doing something. A, that's and a, do it on a consistent basis. Yeah. If you can kill you're a, a 130 in Tennessee, you've killed a nice deer. Yeah, true. But it's they true. said this was the biggest deer they've had through woods and waters, and that deer wasn't the biggest one he had on camera. I'm like, Dang, <laughs> Tennessee's dude. coming up. Yeah, it is. Man. It is. There's, there's, you know, when they start pushing the limits back, guys are. Mm-hmm. Practicing a little more yeah. management. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. yep. Yeah, I'm excited for this deer season, man. Too. I think we all are. I'm, I'm yeah. Hoping my daughter. That's that's my my goal for her. Yeah, man. She's got a deer. She's named Bruno. That that left side I told mm-hmm. you about. He's he's a he's a he's a horse sized deer. I mean, he's he's probably <laughs> awesome, <dude. laughs> six and a half at least. Yeah. He could be seven and a half. I, I don't know much mm-hmm. before the last two years, but I know. That's what how, his body looks like now is a tank. Yeah, that's what I feel like this deer in my neighborhood is because I moved into that house maybe five years ago, and in recalling, like after I'd seen that deer and hunted him, I recalled this time that I saw a couple of deer. That could have possibly been him. At a church that I live close to. Yeah. Uh, they, they I'm, had, starting to, I'm starting to try yeah, and get yeah, this house to, here. Uh, yep. But there, there's a huge oak tree. Our church? In in the <laughs> there was a huge oak tree in their like yard or whatever uh, that I saw like a pretty good eight pointer and a pretty good like I think seven pointer in there and it was that deer oh, and that wow. was like five years ago. There you go. So I know that this deer has to be at least seven, seven maybe, he's maybe little, even older. I mean, yeah. he's a little elderly. Yeah, he's a little old, but. They don't. They don't hoping, get that old for hoping to change that for him. Yeah, they they so. don't get that old or that big for. He's also a city deer, so it's like, you know, to be coming uh, like that first time I saw him and shot him. Yeah, he came out at three p.m. Yeah, so he had no idea. He he had never. He's never been hunted. Right. This, the pressure. He doesn't yeah. know what pressure is. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Like he's used to. Neighborhood sounds people like people walking their dog and jogging and yep yep yep. So like they just start jogging with your bow. Mm-hmm. You I go. mean that's the thing is like get your, even, get your, and your, get your dog. And... <laughs> like even the wind, like I feel like the wind just didn't even bother him either because he's used yep. to smelling. And I, people I feel like and stuff. that elk situation mm-hmm. in Tennessee was very very similar because yeah. of those razors are always you know the yeah. people probably stopped and taking pictures of all the time. All the time. I feel like some of that human interaction has tainted them to the fact that they really are wild animals. Yeah. But then when you get in there and you've hunted this deer now for two years, all yeah, of a sudden now he knows. Deer, right? yeah. mm-hmm. Now he knows. Yeah. yeah. yeah when After you put the pressure on him, that's when yeah. that starts. That's right. 
And I'm, uh, I'm on 3,000 3, acres. I'm literally, my daughter and I are. The only ones that hunt, right? The, pretty much. And, yeah. And the pressure's not there. Yeah. But, man, I tell you, these deer just know that that extra <laughs> sense that they have is blows me away. The will to live, man. That's it. Yeah. That's it. pretty crazy. I have a will to see them on my wall. <laughs> That's so. right, man. Yep. Absolutely. Well, Rick, man, I appreciate you coming on the yeah, podcast, man. dude. Appreciate it's been a pleasure. Um, looking forward to doing it again down the road and have more stuff to talk about. And, um, you know, good luck this season. And appreciate it. Need to get you in a saddle soon, man. I'm, I'm game. Yeah. I'm game. You've been hey, saying that, but I know it. I know it. And, and that's the thing, man. I, I go, go, go. No, you're I feel good, like brother. all I'm the time. With you. And I really wanted to take one to Colorado. We talked about yeah, it. But, yeah. Uh, and I, I told, uh, Wesley, this when he called me today, I was like, you know, if I had a saddle, I'd have killed that deer this morning. Probably because I couldn't hunt the set that was already there. Yeah. But if I'd had a saddle, I'd have been above it. Yeah. And I'd have killed that deer, no doubt. Hey, there you go, man. What are you so, waiting on? I didn't. I didn't have time to get it today, but <laughs> yeah. I did go hang a set for there tomorrow. There you go, so. man. Good. Well, I hope you get that deer tomorrow, dude. He's a dandy, it. and yeah. uh, like I said, we appreciate you coming on the podcast. Absolutely. And uh, guys, thanks for listening. Stay tuned. Be putting them out again next week. And you got anything, Hunter? No, man. You pretty much covered the basis. Well, there we go. Y'all take it easy, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. See you, boys.